This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, before we go any further, I need to tell you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I keep telling you about Boomer Jacks. Brian keeps telling you about Boomer Jacks. You guys keep telling us about Boomer Jacks. I go on my social media and I look and I see and you guys are are routinely tagging us in these photos of you hanging out, drinking an ice cold beer, having some of the table side s'mores, getting the pepperoni flatbread, whatever. You guys are out at Boomer Jacks just as much as we are and we love to see it. And let me tell you, if you haven't gone to Boomer Jacks yet, I know the days that you're going to want to go if you're a wings lover. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they have deals for you the rest of the week as well. As I mentioned, they have ice-cold beer, $15 buckets of beer, drink specials starting at $3, and there are wall-to-wall TVs. And when I say wall-to-wall TVs, you think I mean there are a lot of TVs. No, I mean there are literally TVs covering just about every inch of the wall. It's that extreme. Uh, but in a good way. So uh, head on over to Boomer Jacks for whatever you're looking for. If you need somewhere to watch the game, somewhere to have dinner with the family, happy hour with the coworkers, whatever it is, Boomer Jacks is the spot. There's 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, and what do you think? Should I have a Dean Julia question in here? Why don't you lead one off? Go ahead. And lead All right, it let's off. lead it off with a, a Dean Julia question. Uh, how important will Dak's legs be in a long playoff run? His, his legs yeah. were incredibly important against Philadelphia, picking up 41 yards rushing. But how much of that aspect of his game needs to be present for them to have success in the postseason? Huge, huge. Running quarterback is a devastating part that a defense now has to deal with in the league. You look at the Eagles. Eagles average three yards a carry without – Jalen Hurts in the lineup. When Jalen Hurts is in the lineup, that's 50, 60, 80, 100 yards right there. The fact that Dak was able, you know, Dallas running the football, you would say, man, what an awful day. Not really an awful day. They kept running it. They kept trying. But Dak's 41 yards makes that look even, looks makes it look better. So, yes, very important going forward. Next question here from Troy Saul. He says, what is the difference in the run defense before the Cowboys traded for Jonathan Hankins and after his injury to when he was actually playing? Better toughness on the edge. You're getting much – now, you know, the, the thing about it is, and I've said this, the great thing about having guys like Bland, Wright, you know, stepping in there, they – you know, Jay Lou was, I'd say, a decent tackler. Yeah. Anthony Brown, Anthony Brown, hmm. Maybe not so much. No, Jay Lou. Jay Lou will get in there though. Yeah, but the thing about it is, you've got guys like Wright, and you've got and you and you've got Bland, and you've got Wilson, and you've got Curse. Uh, you know, and you know Hooker to a certain extent. You can mask having one bad tackler like a Diggs on in the secondary if you have guys that can tackle elsewhere, and that's that's why the run defense. I think the edge. It's gotten better. Now, the, now, I'll tell you what. A guy that plays four or five really good snaps for your game is Carlos Watkins. Yes. You know, but, but Carlos Watkins plays better than, than Bo Hanna right now. It's just you watch the tape. He's a, he's a better player. But 
Bohanna has moments, but not like Carlos Watkins has. They need to get Hankins back, though. They need that big body in there. And you know, until then, and also having Leighton Vanderish in there helps, too. Yes. So I think Vanderish is the thing with Clark. I mean, I feel like that Barr is a good run player, much better than a pass defender. Teams have figured out how to get him in pass coverage, and I don't think that's necessarily a great thing. But with Barr, Clark needs to Clark needs to have a little bit better, a little bit better step up and take on and 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 make plays. In my opinion, yeah, and I think you know you mentioned not just the way that Jonathan Hankins can eat up space and 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 occupy gaps and and those sorts of things, but it's also uh, the way that he can occupy blockers from getting to the second level and and keeping linebackers clean. So there's. There's definitely a a big boost to having Jonathan Hankins in the lineup and what he does for you. Uh, Next question here from GC. With teams getting the ball out quicker, which we talked about earlier, is there an adjustment that can be made? It seems like the stunts are a bit longer to develop, which is what you're talking about earlier. Yeah, nope. Straight, just straight rush. Don't don't twist. Just go straight rush. Tank, Fowler, whoever, Armstrong, straight rush. We don't, I mean, the twist games are really good to try and confuse when you got four, but they might have to bring some more pressure with blitzers. I, let Micah just go try and win the edge. Let Micah try and go inside. Don't run him on the twist. Because like I said, Tank, I brought it up just from watching tape. I go, Tank, you guys run twist stunts, the ball's out. Like I told you, he started laughing. He knows. Yeah. He knows what's going on. They all know what's going on. So, I'm not running any more twist stunts. It. I'm not. That, that's not going to be something I hang my hat on. The the straight rush, straight rush, straight rush, twist maybe. But you can run twists when you're in a situation where it's got them in long yardage and stuff like that, where that play has to develop a little bit more. But I, I, I'm I'm taking the twist game out. And another question about the pass rush from Anthony Flores: Would the pass rush be more successful if Micah moves to linebacker part time and have Armstrong and D-Law play the edges? So. I'm guessing more of the role we saw last year where a lot of what Micah did was blitzing from the linebacker spot as opposed to just lining up at the edge. I would I would take Micah Parsons, and my, my main thing to the point of the question, I would think about rushing Micah Parsons more through the middle than I would the edge. It seems like to me, I mean, the, the tackles, they got really fortunate the other day, you know, that you know, they lost Lane Johnson. On that final drive, Fowler got home on the fourth down which affected the way that Gardner Minshew threw the ball. So, you know, you got to find where these guys are that can't block. That that's going to be pro- that's going to be priority number 1. If there's a coach and Jerry Jones talks about it, they got 30 coaches. You know, one of the priorities is figure out which one of these de- offensive linemen can't block and which is having problems and attack that guy uh, with Michael Parsons. Uh, next question here from Jake. We know the issues at cornerback, but could we see a personnel switch at linebacker and safety to shore up the defense going into the postseason, i.e. moving Donovan Wilson to outside linebacker, giving Mukwamu more time at safety? No, I don't think so. I Doesn't do it. Played, how, did, how did Luke they, Gifford play? Luke was okay. I mean, he's just, you know, he's Luke is going to stand in there and he's going to be able to run to the ball and stuff. He's going to be a little bit of a liability when they run at him. You know, he was having to fight blocks, but all these linebackers are having to fight, fight blocks. That's the problem, you know. They 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 just will not play Jabril Cox. They just won't do it. Why and is that? So, I have no idea. I really don't. Is it just I, is, my, is he is he guess, is he that bad in their is, opinion in the run defense? I think so. My, well, okay, I shouldn't say I think so. 
I, I think there's a factor of they don't trust him with assignments. That's just, that's not me asking anybody. Right. Or, but you, I mean, that's just Brian Bross opinion. Don't like tag coaches or yes. tag Cox. I'm just telling you, my opinion is that he's not playing because I don't think he knows what he's doing. And coaches this time of year will not put you on the field if you don't know what you're doing. That's which, just my opinion. Which, and I mean, in some instances, the Cowboys don't have a choice right now because I, you know, I did notice a couple times. I don't know if you did, Brian. Did you notice uh, there were two separate instances I remember, and I know Gifford didn't play a ton. Did you notice Gifford having to get Damone Clark into his spot a couple times? Threw him across the formation. Yeah, at one point, right before the snap, was like, go. Grabbed him, grabbed him by his jersey and slung him to his because lap. Because there would have been nobody there if he didn't yep. move Damone. So it, it's, ha- it's going to happen with young players. You just need Leighton Vanderess to get back. That's what that you need. Help. You, you need Vanderess to get back uh, as soon as possible. Uh, last question here from Three Moons, Brian. What is Brian's dream press box roster? Since I'm not part of it, who is your dream press box roster, Brian? Who who do you want sitting next to you, flanking you, and and being around you at, at the press box? I really enjoy when the NFL uh, uniform guy sits next to me <laughs> because you know why? He's never at the game. Ah, they, they, they have a seat for the NFL uniform guy, and you know the the uniform police guy, and he doesn't show up at the games. So, I, me personally, I I don't have a ideal because to me I don't. I, I would love to have like I would love to have like former coaches sitting next to me. That way, if something happened in the game, I could go. Why would you do that? Or why? But see, that's the whole idea of the press box. You don't talk. You don't do anything but watch the game. You don't stand up and go get a plate of food and then eat behind me while I'm sitting there like watching the game. And then you don't like get up and say, oh, well, look, look what that guy did. Look what that guy did. And then you go down. I see what's going on, Bobby. You got two seats in the press box. You got one, you got one with Jane Slater, and then she hates you so much that she sends you down to our end. Yeah. And then we hate you so much. And then we send you to the food area where the multiple banks and TV are, and you can grab a meal, look at your phone, and like bother somebody else. There you go. And then and then the cooking people shoo me out of there. And then I have yeah. to go downstairs. And then that's that's what Bobby, happens. Bobby, just admit it, you don't like sitting down. I, no, well, there is that aspect of it. I definitely get fidgety and I can't just sit down. But I will say that given your standard of you're supposed to not talk in the press box. I can tell you who your dream team is then on your left and your right. It's going Who's to that? be John Mashota from The Athletic yeah. and Todd Archer from ESPN. Those two will put two, their headphones in and look ahead. Two pros right there. They know <laughs> They know the drill. They're not like standing up like, oh, geez, they threw the ball to that guy. I'll tell you, there was there were guys in, in the press box down on that radio side that have to analyze every play. <laughs> And trust me, I was in the league 13 years. I don't know everything that's going on in the league. I can't tell you everything that's going on in the league. I try my best. But my man down there at the other end is analyzing every <laughs> play. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I know it. I know it, Brian. Well, one day, one day next year, guys, I can't wait to tell you guys about me spending an entire 2023 season next to Brian in the press box. Uh, whether that's where my seat is assigned or not, I'm just going to go over there and uh and, and you do anyway this. bob you do anyway you just stand up you just because again jane slater has figured out jane needs you but yes. jane only needs so much of you right and 
And then when when the times come, like when Jane's trying to like watch the game and she looks over at you and you're like messing with your phone, yeah. talking to somebody about what's going on, you yeah. know, she's like, why don't you go down and bother Brian? And then you come down there and bother me. Exactly. I just make the rounds of bothering. That does it for us here on The Love of the Star. Uh, we will uh, not have another show for you before the Titans game. That's why we picked it today. Um, so hopefully we'll have something for you here later in the week after the Cowboys and Titans play. Uh, maybe have a better idea by then of what's going to happen with the Cowboys playoff matchup. Until then, we will talk to you guys later.